Ay, say though, ay, say y'all niggas got me fucked up. Ay, nah, for ay, real. RP battle club. Now I don't know what niggas want, I'm saying. Ay, that's a little bitch. Ay, I'm stuck on this bitch. Told her to get on her knees on her ass. Ay, take control of her head. I'm going in deep. I ain't coming out to the whole pass out. I'd be dumb if I fuck with a bitch that be fucking the team. Y'all know I can't crash out. And now that they in and they gang, so you nigga, we doing, we bringing the mask out. And they do it. Steep. I can't go nowhere without my feet. I be popping my shit with my feet. Why I move? I give him my feet. I got to move up with this kind of a theory. You know what it is. Let go, let go. Bad little bitch wanna fuck with me now cause she see all these rest in my pocket. Okay. Yeah. I see what you niggas be doing. All of that cabin, I need y'all to stop no it. Way. They knowin' that young nigga poppin'. Me and my niggas kick shit like a ride. And I know that, that them niggas be pound on the low, yeah. so you know that I got it. Turn that bitch up a little more. That love body, ice on my body. I'm feeling like Jesus. They call me Big Snow. Yeah, they know I'm a country young nigga. They know they can't train high young nigga flow. Gotta stay down till you come up with no change on your partner. That's just how it go. Yeah, steep. I can't go nowhere without my feet. I be popping my shit with my feet. Wow, steep. I give him my cool. Steep. Stay strapped with it. Hey, y'all, this is Lil' Stop. We just find him in the Let go. Steep. Let go. I be popping my shit, got a whole lot of shit. I be popping, you know I can't stop it. The way seat. that they drink got me feeling, got me wanna tell y'all a bit to come pop that. Come in the summer, you wanna come shopping. Yeah. Need to stick with a little bit of popping. Pull up in the murky, come hopping. I'm trying to come get me some topping. Suit up, deep little bitch, say she just wanna fuck it. She promise she ain't catching feelings. Oh, yeah, if I fuck for the night, if I leave on sight, girl, I bet I catch me and your bitch. Come she tellin' hey, me how she gon' get her big brother to feed me up just for attention. Hey, hey, baby girl, I just want you to know. Hey, what's good? This is Ali Hoodstar365, and this is Respect the Game, the podcast, episode 190. And in today's podcast, we're going to talk about what's happening within our culture on a daily basis. Senseless gun violence, just violence in general, anarchy, disrespect for laws, disrespect for the laws of the land. And disrespect for yourselves and your freedom. Check this out. So this is what's going on. That little that little voiceover right there is uh, from what I seen this morning. It's happening in New Orleans in their county jail. So the inmates are uprising, complaining of, of their conditions. And I've seen that across the country. Right? A lot of the jailhouses, the inmates are rising up and they're complaining of their conditions. 
Well, me speaking on, because I've been in that condition and I've served my time when I was sentenced to state prison. And when I got there, you know, I used to always hear guys say, when you hear people complaining about what was on the TV or what's to eat or what time we go outside in the yard or this or that, and can just complaining. So this OG, he said, stay home. It's an easy fix. Stay home. And when you're home, respect your freedom, respect your health, respect your family, respect your kids, respect your community, and respect the law of the land. That's a real simple fix. Look at today's where we are today, the state that our community is in. And when I say our community, I'm talking about urban America. Every day, daily, from 4 a.m. all the way up until 11 p.m. on the news, there's new shootings and killings and carjackings and people just not respecting the law, dirt bikes running up and down, quads all over the street, sidewalks running into pedestrians. So now the terrorists, the new terrorists in the United States are the people who's actually living in the United States. In urban America, oppressing and transgressing against their own people, terrorizing their own communities. You can't even be out on your porch or go for a walk or take your kids to the park or anything without fear of some guy pulling out a gun and just start shooting at his ops. This new thing, ops. So everybody's up in arms about it. But then I say, you have, we have to look at the bigger picture as a whole. See, 20 years ago, or even 30 years ago, this is when the transformation started and the message and the agenda was to convey this message to the to the youth. And here it is today, 2022, and this is what is created. Demons. Human beings who are desynthesized to not only violence and bodily harm to others and to themselves. They're recklessly running up on each other and just shooting each other like 30 times because now these weapons have switches on them. Urban America don't have no company, no warehouses, nothing like that that makes guns and those switches and the drugs and the fentanyl and the, and the lean and the syrup and the perks. It's not made and manufactured in urban America, but it's landed in, in, in abundance in the hands of our youth and our young men and women because the women are doing the shit too. So now they're doing the blame game and the fucking uh, complaining when you go to jail. But when I was in prison, we didn't have no type of line of communication with the outside world unless you got on the, on the phone and your people had to put money on the phone for you to call. Or the only time you got to connect with the outside world was when there was visit time. When it was time to, you know, to visit. But other than that, that was, today they got fucking electronic devices. They're on the internet. They're on TikTok, Instagram. They're on TikTok on live stream. And Bingo and, and all the other streaming services. They're streaming. 
and they're, they're behind walls and what is being taught, what is being learned. I know when I was incarcerated, I learned my lesson, man. I suffered. Not because somebody violated me, never that. Or somebody put their hands on me or I was extorted, never that. I stood firm, tall, you know, chin up, chest out, and mind my business and just did my time. And there was a lot of days and nights where it was just quiet and reading and writing. And then in the morning, go work out, play ball, lunchtime, come back, eat dinner, go read, go pray, go study, then go go play ball, and then come back, take a shower, eat, and then go to bed. And that's how I did my time. We, we didn't have no, I didn't have no cell phone. I wasn't, it wasn't no social media. So I wasn't on no social media. So now you got people out here in the streets, reckless, not respecting anything or anybody or not even themselves. Now when they get locked up, they're talking about they want their rights and they, and they, and they, and complaining about the food and complaining about the doctor and complaining about this and complaining about that. Well, don't you should stay home, bro. You shouldn't be committing crimes, man. You shouldn't have shot your gun like an idiot and killed that innocent bystander to, to a block down the street from you while she was sitting on her porch or that child that was playing ball on the sidewalk, dribbling him little basketball, dreaming about his future. And your bullet killed him. And now he's not here anymore. But now you want to complain because you locked up. Nah, do the crime, do the time. It ain't hard to tell. Just fall back. Everybody stop being fucking goofy and idiots. And focus on your energy and focus on yourself and focus on your mindset. And stop being a follower and be a leader for yourself first. And your family, man. Your kids. Your girl, your wife, your mom, whoever. Whoever that's proclaiming that they love you, then you should have respect for those. Not go to prison complaining and demanding. You're there to receive a punishment. You're not there to be on vacation. Jail's not, it's not supposed to be L.A. fitness. Like you home, scrolling on TikTok, Instagram, fake, live streaming at that. That shit should be banned. No social media platform should allow that, but they do. Why? Because they encourage the ignorance. They encourage violent behavior. They are encouraging senseless gun violence. They're encouraging drug abuse. They're encouraging domestic violence. Everything that has to do with ignorance, under the umbrella of ignorance, then that's what they encourage. You say, well, why you say that? Because it feeds it feeds the jujitsu, the, the jujitsu. I can't even say that goddamn word. It feeds the justice department. It feeds the whole triangle 
of the entire system, the United States, and how it was built. Without urban America, the poor, going down those negative roads, then they wouldn't have their foundation. They wouldn't have their generational wealth. They wouldn't have their stocks. They wouldn't have their 401s. They wouldn't have life insurance. All the shit that creates generational wealth for them, that's the wealth gap right there. By us going to prison and to them graves, is money in their pockets. And they programmed for all these years, and I said this shit 20 years ago. I said, yo, I already know what they're doing. You see these video games, all this violence? You see the guns, you see the drugs and all that shit? They're letting motherfuckers live out here selling. They know who's selling drugs. They know who's slinging guns. They know who, 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 who moving guns from state to state. They know all that shit, bro. Surveillance. Technology. They have technology. You could be driving your car. You think you got a little safe spot in your car, hiding whatever it is you're hiding, and they put a drone or a helicopter flies above the cars and they have a, a scanner, and it scans right through your car, right through your trunk, and it shows exactly where your shit is. That's why when you get pulled over, they go right to it. They know the mules. They know, they know everything. But then they'll put a politician on TV at a press conference and say, you guys are going to jail. Yeah, of course you want everybody to go to jail. There's over 2 million people incarcerated right now in the United States. The most of any country in the world. It's generational wealth. It creates wealth. Incarceration is money, man. Because the, the people who own the, the prisons, it's, it's a private prison. That's an entrepreneur who invested his money into a prison. And then the clothes and the food, everything, that all operations, man, it's all money. When you get booked, it's a check. When you go to court, it's a check. Get hire a lawyer, it's a check. You go in front of the judge, it's a check. You get sentenced, it's a check. When you're transported from the county to the state prison, it's a check. When you're doing your bid, it's a check. When you go on probation, it's a check. When you go on parole, it's a check. And when you fuck up and got to come back, it's a check. So everything is dealing with money. So they created generational wealth off our pain and suffering continuously. It's been like that since the inception of this country. The same, and then on the, on, the, on the world level, it's the same concept. On the world level, all the superpowers around the world, how, why and how are they superpowers? Because they go to Africa and they take all the minerals that God blessed the continent of Africa with, and then they take it and bring it to their countries and they monetize it and they sell it 10 times the price. The gold, the silver, the diamonds, the oil, the everything. In Africa, not all the countries in Africa are rich. Only a few are prospering off the, off the minerals on the, in the ground. But majority of all the countries in Africa are poor. Still dirt roads, still living, you know, tribal, still living like it's, it's the 1800s, man. Dying of starvation, dying of dehydration. 
And without that, the United States wouldn't exist. Canada wouldn't exist. The UK wouldn't exist. Russia wouldn't exist. China wouldn't, you know, it just goes on and on. They're all eating and feeding their masses of people from Africa's blessings. So a group of people in the United States or any other country has to be the fall guy, the bottom feeders. And then everybody else is eating off of them. All right, everybody, you go to college, you become a lawyer, you become a doctor, you become a judge, you become a prosecutor, you become a police officer, a fireman, like all those professional jobs, right? And that's what it's for. It's to manage the people at the bottom, the poor. And then what that does is creates those careers and it creates generational wealth. But if for some reason, our culture doesn't get, doesn't see the big picture, doesn't understand the concept, and don't realize and recognize what's going on. Like you should not let your child sit there and play a video game of shooting and killing all day long. Or you don't programming your child to be killers and demons, desynthesized. They're running up each other. They're running up to each other like there's a video game. Like it's laser tag, and they, and they got these little switches on these handguns, and they're releasing thirty to fifty rounds in like a second. That's why now when you hear about shootings, be like, oh my god, they found thirty shell casings. Oh, the car was hit up fifty times. Oh, this person got shot twenty something times. It ain't because he sat there and pulled the trigger twenty something times. He pulled the trigger one time and said, <laughs> the whole clip. So now, what's the solution? Whoever can come up with that solution is going to be like the man who came up with the cure for uh, AIDS or the cure for cancer or the cure. I'm sure they probably bump him off because if everybody stopped committing crimes and stopped going to jail and stopped dying at an early age, this is going to stop the money train. Then you're going to start having prisons, private prisons start to close. And commissary companies start to close. And the people who are supplying the, the inmates' uniforms and the shoes, all that going to close. Nobody's there to wear it. There are over 2 million people incarcerated right now in the United States. And over 80% of them are African. American descent. And 9% is Latinos. And like something like 3% is fucking uh, white America, and then like 1% is Asian. Y'all, crazy. When I seen this Asian dude when he was locked up, when I first went down state, he was there. And he, and he was the only Asian Asian inmate on the whole compound, in the whole prison. I said, "What the fuck are you doing here?" He said, "Motherfucker, I I fucking rob, I shoot you, motherfucker," because he got hooked on heroin. 
And I guess that's how he was getting his money to get high. He robbing motherfuckers. So when I see this shit on the internet, motherfuckers complaining about their conditions, well, the solution is simple. Don't put yourself in that position to be put in that condition. You gangster, you're a killer, you're a shooter, you don't give a fuck about nobody else, not even yourself, then when you go to prison, don't bitch up and start fucking complaining about the food, about it's too cold or it's too hot or the CEOs are mean and the CEOs don't care. Nigga, you there to be punished. You are there to be punished, bro. You're not there to be on vacation, bro. This is not an Airbnb. It's not going to Miami or Puerto Rico. You go there to, you know, to reflect, to connect yourself with faith and God, work out, get your mind, your body, your spirit, and your emotions, and your anger, and everything right. Program while you're there, anger management, AAA meetings, religious studies, church services, Jumal, Islamic, you know, Islamic studies, Islamic prayer, Islamic, you know, worshiping. Whatever you went to is there. Or, you know, or get in a law library and learn the law, learn your case. So when you come out of there, you reform and you come back into society and you can exist on a positive level. You don't have to convert back to negativity for you to feed yourself and your family. It ain't hard to tell. A lot of people probably going to get upset when they hear me saying this, but it's true. When I was sitting in that prison, well, I got a TV eventually in my own cell, and I used to sit in my cell, but when I used to go to the day room, uh, there was a TV there, and I wasn't going to walk in there, yo, my man, yo, change that, bro. I don't want to watch that. Like, yo, who the fuck is you? All right, big moves. It's going to be big moves. Nah, bro. I said, you know what? And then the OG pulled me back. My brother, uh, my brother Willie Ryan, may he rest in peace. And he, you know, he put me on game. OG from North. He's like, yo, don't come in here worrying about that motherfucking TV, man. That TV will get you fucking cut, stabbed, or even worse, killed, bro. Fuck what they watching, man. Get a book. Get a pen and pad, bro. Write. Express yourself. Or get the Quran and read the Quran and take notes and go work out, you know, and eat right and sleep right and do right, bro. So when you get out there, you can go conquer the world. And that's what he put me on. So that's what I started to do. Because when I first got there, you know, I was like, oh, shit, I couldn't believe I was dead. It's had 10 years. I was just starting. After a couple of months, I was already sick. I was sick of all the noise. Nobody would shut the fuck up. I was sick of the CEO's keys. Every time he walked, you can hear those keys. <laughs> and the slamming of doors. Constantly, constantly. It never stopped. Man, that shit gave me fucking anxiety, bro. I started to feel sick in that motherfucker, man. Couldn't breathe. I had to go see a psychologist. 
Then I went and talked to a psychologist. I spoke, you know, I spoke to the psychologist. And then it didn't help that during my entire bid, you know how many family members I lost? Nine family members died. My dad, my stepdad, my uncles, my cousins, all family, you know, immediate family. Not no friends and all that. I'm talking about my family. I couldn't go attend their funerals. I couldn't send my condolences. I could, you know what I'm saying? It was terrible. Then the, then the psychologist right away prescribed medicine. Then you got to take once once a doctor t- you know prescribes you medicine like you you got to take it's mandatory. You got to take that pill. You better be in that line at 7 p.m. Take that pill so you can go to fuck to sleep. And you wake up and be your brain be balanced. Well, I took it. And that pill, it made me fucking drowsy as hell. So when I, I slept for three days off that motherfucking pill. Then I had to get up. Like, yo, man, what the fuck you got going on, okay? Come on, let's go to the gym. So after the third day, I fucking, uh, I stopped taking them. So they kept calling me over the speaker. Torres, 717, report to the infirmary now. Because <laughs> I didn't go for two straight days. So I went down there. And thank God there was a brother to see that was there, you know. So they respected me there, even though I didn't talk much or say much. And I definitely didn't have no conversation with the COs or none of that shit. And I used to see a whole lot of that in prison. People that claim to be gangsters, gang members and all that, they all fucking playing cards and spades and cooking and eating and hee-hee-ha-ha with the fucking police. But when I got down to the firm, he said, hey, you got to take this medicine. You got to take it. I said, listen, man, I don't want to take that fucking medicine. It made me sick. I don't, I don't want it. I'm okay, man. I, I, I'm going to pray. I've been praying and I've been studying, and you know, I'm in my I'm on my dean, bro. I'm good. And then I changed the conversation about motorcycles. I was telling him how, how I used to ride. He's like, yeah, I got a bike too. He started showing me his pictures of his bikes and stuff. Like, All right. And then he just took me off the list. But I got off that shit. Then I just, you know, I had to adapt to my environment. That's the, that's, the, that's the blessing that God gave us, that we are able as human beings, we are able to adapt to our environment. So I adapted to my environment, and then I learned how to move. I was like, real easy, mind your business. Just mind your fucking business, bro. Just do you and mind your business. And by me moving like that, it attracted, you know, those energies. So I was turning my negative energy to positive energy. So a lot of the brothers started to hang around me, wanted to be around me, wanted to walk with me on the track, go play ball, go lift weights. You know, we sit around and talk. And I was always talking about the future and what I was inspired to do when I get out. If, you know, God willing, I was able to get out of there. Because that 10-year sentence to me was like a life sentence.
And my kids were little. My daughter was eight years old, man, when I got when I went away, and I was heartbroken. And then my old, my youngest was only one, one and a half. She was just born. They let me stay out. Yeah, she was born, and I went in when I, she was like, uh, she was uh, eleven months. So that hurt my heart. That hurt my soul. But I didn't go in there. I didn't go in there being. I wasn't mad at the COs or at the administration or at the jail because I put myself in that position. And my best friend at the time, he kept warning me, warning me about it. Like, yo, what the fuck is you doing? Why are you, why are you doing that? Why are you hustling for? It? And you got a job, dude. You got a job. You got a great woman. You got kids. Like, y'all got two cars, you got two motorcycles. Like, you doing your, y'all doing your thing. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Are you fucking retarded or what? I said, man, get the fuck out of here. I'm getting all this money. Fuck that. And I went through a midlife crisis because I was in the rat race and I was just going to work every day, coming home, and, and I feel like my life was just, you know, going by. It was just going by so fast. And every day I said, damn, I'm gonna get older and older and I haven't done shit. I ain't been nowhere. I haven't lived life. You know, I can't go to the mall and buy what I want, buy what my kids want. I'm working this fucking job. Mind you, this job, when I started when I got the job, they started me at six dollars and ten cent an hour. True story. But I stayed there because my baby mom, she was pregnant at the time. So I was, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try this, man. It was a state job, too. Can you believe that? State job paying $6.10, bro. And I stayed there five years. And I went up, to, went up to $12. And then after I went up to $12, no, in Bute, when it was six-something, and then I got to seven-something, and then I organized it and I fucking turned out a shop into a union shop and then everybody went up from $7 an hour to $13 an hour and then it just kept going up every two years when the contract got renewed so like now they probably got 30 something dollars an hour so my point is this man it's real simple stay home if you outside, yeah, we outside. That's the new thing, right? Got all the kids programmed with the ignorance. Yeah, we outside. Fuck you. And fuck y'all. Shoot you, your mother, your brother, whoever the fuck, bro. Kill you. And then they get caught and go to jail. They go to court and they get sent. They're crying like fucking babies. Then when they go to prison, they're crying like fucking babies. Turn to straight bitches. Maytags. Walking the track with another man holding hands. Having sex with another man. But gangster. You're a killer. Killer on the streets and a bitch behind the wall. Don't complain. Just do your time, bro. You're going to be all right. You hungry? Good. You sick? Good. Yeah. They turned all the TVs off? Good. That's all part of your transformation from 
the negative light to the positive light. Remember, God is the best of planners, so he puts you in positions to where you worship him the most. And if you don't believe him in, in him, then he's going to put you in a position to where you're going to have to call for him or you're going to end up in, in a nut house or insane or worshiping the devil. Because that's what's going on today. The kids don't believe in God because the media has programmed them that there's no God, that everything is science and the devil. Then a lot of the rappers are singing that shit and that monotone and that megahertz is you know idol worshiping and devil worshiping and it's brainwashing the kids. You know how to say, well, damn, how artists go in the booth and start freestyling and come out with a hit record? Or why was he mumbling in the corner over there to himself? And then he came out and said, okay, I'm ready. And then he goes in the booth and makes a record. Where do you think that comes from? You think that because he's just talented? No. That's superpowers, man. That comes from the gens. If you don't know about the gens, J-I-N-N-S, look it up on YouTube, man. You know, study. The gens is real. So I'll say that to say this. If you do the crime, you got to do the time. Stop bitching and complaining, bro. Your leg hurt, deal with it. When I, I when I was in prison, I was playing basketball. And we, you know, they had an adult league, and of course adult league, we were all adults, but they had a basketball league, and it was the playoffs, and we were playing, and I was the point guard. So when I got, it was clutch time. Like, it was like a few minutes left in the game. And when I was coming across half court, they did a jump trap on me. I, that center half court. So when they did that, I crossed over and then I split the double team. And when I split the double team, the, the dude that was on the left-hand side, when I went by him, you know what he did? He dove head first to try and deflect the ball from me. And when he did that, it took my legs from underneath me and I used my hand to brace myself and I shattered my thumb. Like the whole bone was shattered. And the SEALs, they were there watching the game. So when I went to the infirmary, they gave me a charge for destruction of state property. They took me to the emergency room, they did x-ray, the doctor said, oh yeah, you got five fractures in your thumb. You know, not my thumb per se, but the bone that sits on your hand, on the palm of your hand that holds the thumb, that whole bone, that fat part, that bone. And uh, so the doctor said, yeah, we got to uh, do surgery. We got to do that. And the seal's like, no, 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 no. Put a cast on him, man. We got to go back to fucking jail, bro. He got to go back to prison. So that's what they did. They had me handcuffed to the bed. They took me to, you know, an emergency room out of the prison into a hospital emergency room, and they put a cast on my hand. They didn't brace it. They didn't pin it. They didn't do anything. And then healed on his own, and now my hand is deformed. 
I didn't bitch and complain. It was part of my process. It's my journey. It was my journey. Just like it continues to be my journey. So for all you young guys out there, when you see this stuff on social media of inmates complaining at them jails and they're rioting and uprising that they demand more TikTok time and they want iPads and they want cell phones and they want Burger King and cheeseburgers and lasagna and all a bunch of bullshit, bro. Let that be a lesson to you. Don't go outside being a fucking idiot. Don't go outside doing a carjacking or a home invasion or shooting somebody. Because when they catch you, you're going to prison. And you're going to go to prison for a long time and none of your friends or your homies and none of that shit going to be there for you. At all. Then when you come home, now you got an attitude because your people wasn't there for you. When the whole time you've been taught since you were little and then you've been warned as a teenager and as an adult that if you do the crime, you got to do the time. And there ain't no crying in it. There's no crying in prison, man. You start crying in prison, man, they're going to run up in your ass, bro. Or you're going to be somebody's chef or you're going to be somebody's Maytag washing their drawers and socks. Just speaking facts, bro. I seen the biggest is gangsters, man. The motherfuckers with the biggest is muscles, man. Holding hands, bro, with another man walking the track. And then when he wasn't with the other man in the shower or, you know, doing his thing, he was walking around the compound with a Bible underneath his arm. Then when he went to visit, his wife used to come with his fucking three kids. And here it is, this man can fucking sacrifice his sexual desires for how many other years he was sentenced when he's having sex with another man in prison. Not only putting himself at risk, but now putting his families at risk. Because at the visit hall, he's kissing his wife. And some of them wives were giving sucking their husbands off on the, on the visit you know, on the dance floor, the vision, in the vision hall. There's AIDS, there's STDs, all kind of shit going on, bro. So you got to do better, bro. No more excuses. Excuses is like assholes. Everybody got them. If you go outside and you commit a crime and you get caught and you go to jail, then do not complain because you put yourself in that position. The jails are supposed to reform you. Like now, society doesn't have no respect for law enforcement. Well, now law enforcement, because they say, uh, what was the word? You know, take the money, the funding from the police department because they have become abusive of it, buying new cars every year. Like, I understand what that's about. 
SUVs, $80,000, $100,000 SUVs, and all that shit. Oh, defund the police is the slogan. So now the police, I say, fuck it, then we ain't gonna, we just gonna come after it's over. We're not gonna police shit, bro. You guys go ahead and do what y'all do. Y'all can, we can't police y'all, we're gonna lose our job and lose our, my pension. Because now you can't even lock nobody up without it being a debate or pull somebody over without it being fucking the, the, the driver or the person who gets pulled over turns into a lawyer all of a sudden. And they videotape everything. So now a lot of police officers are being fired. Can you imagine our society without police? Where everything just be wide open, everybody just do whatever the fuck they want to do. You got people now walking in the Walmart and just taking bags and loading shit up and just walking out. You got people walking in banks and fucking robbing banks and walking out, bro. And carjacking and all the violations, man. Home invasions. Rape. Murders. And don't nobody give a fuck because it hasn't affected you personally. But when it comes to your doorstep, then that's when you want to be on TV. Oh, but why? Stop the violence. The whole time you know your son goes outside your door every day with a fucking scully on and a mask and wearing hoodies and it's 90 degrees outside and his whole demeanor is on demon time. You, you, don't, you don't know your own child's behavior. You don't check your child's room when you clean up. See, a lot of these parents, they know that their kids are out there doing that. But a lot of these parents are afraid of their own children. That's why you hear a lot of cases now where children are shooting their parents and their grandparents. That just happened two days ago. This uh, 15-year-old kid stabbed his grandma to death. She was 60-something, and he stabbed her like 11 times because she took his Xbox from him. So look, PSA, society don't want to hear your gripes, bro. You brought pain to somebody's family, so you got to do the time, bro. Sit there and do the time. That's it. Don't nobody give a fuck about none of that, bro. I know I don't personally. When I went to prison, didn't nobody give a fuck about me, and I did my time, bro. When I got out and I was on parole for two and a half years, I did my parole for two and a half years. I didn't get a trophy. I didn't get a scholarship. I didn't get shit when I came home. It wasn't a fucking achievement. It was achievement, you know, for me personally, because I was I was actually reformed. So you gotta take heed and take responsibility for yourself as an individual. We're, we were, we are born alone, and we are all going to die alone, period. All right, well, yo, well, this podcast has been brought to you by and sponsored by Hoodstar World, a street a streetwear clothing line that fits with comfort, 
from hoodies to snapbacks to scullies to joggers to short sets. So take all your negativity and turn it to positive and live a better and healthy life, not only for yourself, but for your loved ones. And shop with us today. Go to hoodstarworld.com and shop with us today. Support the brand. Go tune into the radio station at hoodstar365tvradio.com and respect the game of the podcast now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all podcast platforms. And if you want to donate to the channel, to the podcast, send all donations to Hoodstar365 via Cash App to Hoodstar365TVRadio01. And please go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Respect the game, the podcast. I started a new YouTube channel. Respect the game, the podcast. And I'm Ali Hoodstar365. Till next time. Peace. Hey, yo, this is Hoodstar365, the Mixtape Series. You need United, yo. Oh, yes, 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 yo. Such line, let's go, let's go. Uh, I'm trying to wake my mouth. Uh, what I tell him? Uh, 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 okay. Uh, it's I need help. Uh, watch my stuff for real. You niggas not in hell. Uh, exotic, I smoke help my health for real. I'm grinding the work of my will. Uh, constantly wishing on well. Sad, confiding this cup of myself. I got a snake coming out of my bill. Oh, uh, we bitch up like you ain't having no more. Uh, we like it, we catch it, we wet on I just let in the room, I ain't do no reload. Hit out the hit, look at all these behold. I get in the room and I don't do no fold. Y'all probably still follow my cut, no the post. Had too many cussing that try now I'm blowing. I'm too different from niggas, I hope they don't know. I said, I don't hey, care about your rhymes. We tryna spin, 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 and get to somebody, mama get dropped. Oh, and shot coming back, this back, my nigga. No, we ain't using no clock. Oh, the end is street sleeping on me now, but I already got the game locked. Baby, girl, I'm a gold, I'm just hoping you know. If you come to the block, we got way for the love. When the label hit, Gonna book me for a show I need 20 or better when I walk in the door And they know I'm elite, boy, I been past pro Chill day on the block, cause the day moves slow Boy, I thought I seen to had to get real low How the hell I got gas, but no real low Hey, yo, this is Lil' Time 365,